You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to Love Talk Live. Today we have such a fun, eye-opening, extraordinary show. I have with me Evan Bain. What's up, guys? How you doing? (laughs) And Rise. They do something called the Wake Up Experience. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Wake Up Experience, and then these guys are going to take it from there. We're going to talk about just amazing topics. And so let's kind of just roll into it. And this is what the Wake Up Experience is. So it's designed to consciously shift culture, community, and lifestyle around the world. Their mission is to empower, uplift, and inspire humanity through the healing powers of music, visual arts, self-discovery, education, and love. They have recently released their debut music video called Black Ballin', which is a humanitarian art piece addressing the pain of discrimination and offering love as the solution, big letters, (laughs) (laughs) to overcoming fear and hatred. So the definition of the wake-up experience, it's a noun, Mm. an experience of accessing deep inner wisdom and an elevated state of being typically resulting in the knowing of unconditional love, peace, oneness, and joy. As our perspective shifts during these moments, we see things more clearly. This clarity tends to blur for most of us until we have another wake-up experience. As our wake-up experiences increase, we become more authentic in our day-to-day lives. I mean, who doesn't want to sign up for this? (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, how how did you guys meet? How did the wake-up experience come to be? What's the story? What's the inspiration? <laughs> that's a that's an interesting story, Jamie. First of all, thank you for the um, beautiful introduction. It sounds really amazing when you read it with your cadence and with your voice. Oh. <laughs> well, it is really amazing. So you guys should be so proud of yourselves. No, thank you, and thank you for having us. Um, again, my name is Evan, and this is the homie uh, Rise. Um, we actually met in college in Pennsylvania at a school called Susquehanna University. It's a small private liberal arts college in um, PA. And um, we met through a mutual friend doing music, actually. Um, Ryan is a really amazing musician and singer and (laughs) all around producer, you know? (laughs) Back then he wasn't as good as he is now, but he was still dope, you know what I'm saying? But (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. Ryan and I have sung together. He's an opera singer. He's amazing. He can do some some amazing opera. (laughs) And I've heard you sing also, you're good too. Well, I'm more of a rapper. I wouldn't but that's call singing. Well, it's like, like it's, 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 it's a melody, maybe. You're using your vocal cords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we met doing music um, in the studio, and a friendship sort of went from there, you know. We actually were only at the school for, what, a year and a half, two years at the same Man. time? Um, yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. It's really about? interesting because um, I was there for my freshman and sophomore year, and then I transferred, well, trans- I went to another school afterwards. I left, I left SU. And, but during my sophomore year, no, wait, my freshman year, mm-hmm. he transferred, where were you? From University of Delaware. Yeah. yeah. So, like, our overlap was really small. Yeah. You know? Oh, wow. And yeah. you caught each other. Yeah. We just did. Just in time. Yeah, just in time. And here we are mm-hmm. many, many years later. <laughs> And so no, he just graduated last oh, year. Yeah, what are okay, you exactly. <laughs> no, no, we're not that Hollywood. We're not trying to hide our age or anything. Um, 
No, no, it's uh, that was like ninety nine. Ish, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's like 20 years. Wait, you graduated in 99? No, that's when we met. We oh. met in 99. Got it, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that's 20 years ago. That's crazy. And so you know? we, um, I would rap back then. He would do a lot of the music, you know, that we were doing. And um, he always said that he, he always heard something in my voice, mm-hmm. meaning like what I had to say, my perspective and whatnot, you know. And he had this vision that we would work together eventually someday, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to another school to do recording arts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I stayed at Susquehanna, and then when I graduated, I actually went to Los Angeles, came out here to go to film school, and he was in like recording arts school and whatnot. And so we, we kept in touch with each other um, through music and everything, but it wasn't until um, a particular moment we were working on one, a, a project that we had, and he sent me some beats, and we decided that we were going to get together in his, ho- his house in Connecticut to work like one-on-one for the first time. And so when I went out there, uh, I was there for a week because there was a snowstorm, and we just had like a really amazing creative experience, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And we didn't know what the project was going to be or what was happening, but we knew we needed to work together. And that was sort of like the early beginnings of all of this, you know? Um, and there's details in between, but fast forwarding forward, it took a while for us to know that it was going to be the wake up experience, mm-hmm. you know, um, and the specifics of it, because we went through a lot of our own like personal and artistic struggles, trying to find out who we were and whatnot and all of that kind of stuff that we're now able to put into the music. It seems like you guys both needed to, on your own, wake up. Mm-hmm. Very true. And somehow that name just got created because it felt authentic. Mm-hmm. Maybe? Yeah, it's really, the journey has been interesting because, um, you know, I mean, we met 20 years ago and, you know, we maintained contact um, after, you know, after I had, I went to school in Orlando and um, we just maintained contact and it was around, you know, uh, 2007, I would, I think roughly, I started to get into production like yeah. more heavily um, just to really create a, to satisfy myself creatively and I kind of got to a point where I was tired of relying on other people mm-hmm. you know because I was always I was pursuing my own like uh, music career like with a band that was always my dream I want to have a band and like and uh, and have that kind of, of a career and it can be really challenging when it's like I think having a band is like being married <laughs> to like however many Five people yeah it really is it's it's so you think a marriage is tough try having a band you know where it's so like you have to be a polygamist to have <laughs> yeah. to have a band yeah like I'll, you really do i mean like it's like you to have an, the the perfect alignment of a band you know focusing as a single unit you have to align musically with the style work ethic mm. vision dedication like all of all of these things it's like it's not easy to make happen so that's why I started getting the production deeper because I was like I I can do this on my own I'm just gonna start like I need to express myself creatively more and uh, so I started getting the production and I, I've always really loved hip-hop and um, I was making mostly hip-hop beats and then I was just sending them to Garrett and he, he's right back in college um, I've always had this knowing um, that his voice needed to be heard, you know, like his, like what he has to offer the world is really special. So I just kind of had that knowing. Coincidentally, I also had a vision of what this first single is called Black Ballin'. 
Mm. Like I always just kind of had a feeling like we were going to address issues of discrimination and, and racism. And, um, and it just took 20 years to happen. <laughs> In due know? time, right? It happened yeah. at the right time. Sometimes the most beautiful things take, you know, a really long time until it's right. Yeah. So what does blackballing mean to you? And please tell our audience, explain the inspiration behind blackballing. Um, please tell them how they can see the video. I saw it. Sure. It's amazing. So inspirational. You want to talk about like how 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 like just kind of how it came to be like at first and what does it sure. mean and what yeah. does it mean yeah. you want me to start with that yeah, yeah, go like ahead. The, all right cool um so this man right here is brilliant <laughs> and um you know how i like i know him as an individual and as an mc and what he's what he's capable of and what his experience has been um, in his personal life and through his education. So I've, I've always really liked um, hip hop that, like, I mean, that represented something and stu like took, stood up and took a voice mm -hmm. and like sp spoke for uh, groups of people, you know? And I always felt like, like he has the capa like an immense capacity to do that. And um, so I used to bug him a lot, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, when are we gonna? We need to make a song. Like, can please, like, even if you just do it for me, <laughs> like, yeah, I like I need to, I need to, like, Aww. I need to, like, I need to produce a track that like is talking about something like this, you know. And I'm a big fan of Common, and wow. Common's like doing joints like this on the regular, you know what I mean? And um, it was that last one that he had. He had done with John Legend, and I and I was just like, dude, come on, please, like we need to we need to do something like this because you have your own way, your own perspective, and your own gifts to be able to address it, you know. So, um, I just I just said, can we do this? And and uh, he he seemed open to it. And then one day I was making a beat, and he was like, that's it. <laughs> what was the beat? Let's hear the, it. I mean, the, it's you'll hear it if you listen to the song. That's the I beat. I have, <laughs> but they haven't seen it yet. What's yeah. the beat? Well, I mean, if do, you want to hear do, do. Yeah, I'm not going to sing it right now, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> it, had, it has an amazing, like, upright bass. It all started it, from the bass. The yeah. whole, actually, the track started with the bass line. Yeah. The bass has this, like, really um, kind of earthy kind of uh, it's just, in, it's intense dirty. feel to yeah. it. It's, like, really dirty. And so as yeah. soon as I heard the beat, when he did it, I was like, yo, this is the joint beat. This is the one we got to do that song. Do for. you want to sing like your favorite line from the song that's the most inspirational? Just so hmm. that people that are watching just right now in the moment can kind of get a sense of. Maybe I can say the chorus and if you want to do the bridge, maybe. Might sure. So the chorus goes, um, this goes out to anyone engulfed in great white supremacies, shark fins, racist haters, bigots, and Vulcans. Ain't it about time we black ballin'. Ain't it about time we black ballin'? Ain't it about time we black ballin'? Ain't it about time? The time is now. Racist fake, <laughs> rise up, we evolving. Uh, so the whole hook, right. the whole hook is sort of like a um, interrogation of this idea of white supremacy, you mm -hmm. know, and discrimination and what it means, and it basically holds everyone accountable, saying we have the power as people to stop this behavior, you know. Um, with love, right? With love, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the Me Too move movement is like a really great example of people saying this type of behavior 
is unacceptable in certain places, you know? And if we, if we see this behavior, we don't want it there. We're gonna either handle the people that are behaving this way and rectify the situation. And when, when I saw the power of that, of people taking control mm -hmm. of what they want their vibrations and the world to be and their environments to be, it was like really inspiring, you know? So. Which is really how he came up with the concept of blackballing because he, from his perspective, he's like, oh, like we, like through the Me Too movement, we're blackballing, you know, like men male, be, male chauvinistic behaviors, yeah, you know? this type of behavior. So Gara's like, let's blackball like discrimination across the board, in particular, you know, uh, racism, and yeah. So that's that's where the idea came from. But then we wanted to develop like our own personal definition of blackballing because the way bl blackballing is actually a method of voting. So mm. like there will be a like a box and people have like white and black marbles mm -hmm. and a black marble um, would represent being opposed to whatever was being voted on. And if any if there was even one black marble in the box, then the, then whatever was trying to be passed wouldn't be passed. Mm -hmm. It was like everyone had to agree. Mm -hmm. So that's like the foundation of blackballing. But then we wanted to come up with our own, like as the wake up experience, what does blackballing mean? Because like we're, we're obviously giving it like a new perspective, you know? And I know that you spell blackballing differently, right? <laughs> yeah. We flipped the C and the K just because, well, one is hip hop, you know what I mean, Jamie? <laughs> so it's like, we have creative license to do stuff like that. But the other things we wanted people to know when they saw the word, there was something like a little bit off, something a little bit askew, something that we're trying to address within this song, you know? So that, that was the idea behind it. Yeah, because, um, you know, the word already exists with, a, with an actual definition. Yeah. So when, when you see it spelled this way, you know, we're like it, specifically we're talking about, about blackball and discrimination you mm -hmm. know and and um and then it ties back to the wake up experience and what we stand for and what we represent um but uh i'll, I'll read this definition to you we have three mm. so there's three levels of the definition for blackballing uh the first is flexing an ostentatiously wealthy lifestyle and flexing it i mean that that just means to be like flaunting to okay. like show like show off you know and it's like just like a it's really to have a lot of material success mm -hmm. you know so and the way like the way I also see it is um, to be black and ballin right so to be a black person in the United States and many other places around the world and to have obtained uh, material success already took a certain level of perseverance you know so like it's really like a cele celebration of overcoming, of persevering, of like winning when the odds are stacked against you. Yeah. So that's like the first level of the definition. You want to talk about the second definition? Yeah. The second one is to um, socially or institutionally reject discrimination. Um, and that's what he was talking about with like the, the box and like the idea of boycotting or saying that we're not going to deal with a certain type of behavior or, or presence or energy, you know? Um, so it takes a little further than the first definition. It adds like a second layer to it. Um, and then the third layer is? Uh, to choose love, <laughs> um, which, you know, w 
within the second definition, it seems like as if there's like a form or a, a type of againstness, you know what I mean? But ultimately, we're, it's about choosing love. Like, it's not like so much about being against anything. It's like f- being for love, right? But sometimes love says no, right? So it's like... Can you say that again, man? Say <laughs> that again. Sometimes love says no. Right. So it's but like, ex- yeah, but explain. I, I will explain. It. Absolutely. <laughs> um, this is toxic for humanity. Discrimination. Like for even anybody who thinks they're benefiting from it or is seemingly benefiting from it. They're, it, no, they're not like we're we really are all collected and we have the perspective that, you know, there's a survival mentality, um, but then, like, if we re- really want to thrive as humanity, we need love. We need to work together. It's 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 just like the more we work together, more we come together in love. We will thrive, and like no one needs to struggle. <laughs> like, you know. I'm glad that you're bringing up againstness because as you're talking, I'm thinking againstness is not good which I know you guys know that. Um, and just for an example, we were in class one day at spiritual psychology class, and there was a boy who was talking about at his school. There were, he was very upset because he wanted to march against the, the shootings and the killings and everything, and he, wanted, he was so pumped up, and he really wanted to, to arrange this march and everything. And our teacher, you know, she, he was just like, the more that there is againstness, the more that you rally, you're just adding to the fear and the anger. You're just adding to it. So the answer is love, which is what you guys do. There's a Dr. King quote uh, that says, um, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. And hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Yeah. You know? And I find find myself, when I'm in conversation with people and... I just, I'm on such a different level, different vibration as people sometimes when they start talking about how they want to just, oh, I got to get them, or like just anger, or just how could they, or like president, or whatever they're talking about. And I just, I don't exist like that anymore Mm -hmm. because that's not the way to solve things. Like giving more anger to the anger, giving more againstness to the againstness. I want to touch on that, actually, because I think, um, well, what I've observed is, you know, what seems to be the tendency is we we start to get into that place. This I'll speak for myself. I don't want to speak for anybody else. My journey has been like, you know, I get to that place, but then I feel uncomfortable taking a stand because then I I was intellectualizing like, oh, I'm being angry. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, no, like that. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes love says no. It's like this is not this is not a loving behavior it's it's like no (laughs) let's put an end to this you know what i mean what am i doing it's like it's like i don't i mean and sometimes i'm still human at the end of the day i'm going to get upset about this stuff sometimes because it's hurtful and it's painful and i don't like to i don't like to see it you know and i don't like to see other people suffer but um it's it's totally acceptable to say you know what i want to stand for this which is love and unity and and sometimes oneness absolutely and um it just it's not always going to look like rainbows and butterflies 
you know like love is going to be strong sometimes Mm -hmm. and powerful yeah you know it's like it doesn't have to be like all fluffy right (laughs) and we were just talking last week on our show about how they're in the american language there's only one definition of love and in, in other countries there are so many different words for love and that and that's kind of what you're talking about like it doesn't have to be like fluffy love all the time that's right. all love is yeah and what were you gonna say i, I was gonna say it's it's it's, co- it's a complicated relationship you know because the video black balling that we made it has a lot of politically driven and charged images that are in it you know mm-hmm. and so i think if people are only looking at it on a surface level some people may not get what we're trying to do you know and so we use those images to sort of like establish the gap on where we are versus where we want to be. So by the time we get to the end of the video, it's showing like where we want to be, which is all embracing humanity at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And so it's like, for us, we came out with this song first because we didn't want to shy away from political topics or political ideas just in the name of love. We wanted to do both, and we think that both can operate at the same time, you know? So it was important for us to put this song out first um, from our overall project, and that's why we sort of went in that direction, so. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to perform anything more or no? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the lyric, you want me to recite the lyrics to the bridge? I kind of want you to like, uh, yeah, we do. sing it. Just, just do like the little vibe. <laughs> this of, man yeah. is an operatic voice. <laughs> Jamie, first of all, (laughs) within the wake of experience, I'm not singing opera. (laughs) Yo, give him him that velvet, that velvet, Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not an opera singer. I just can sing opera. I have the ability to do so. Here's the thing. When he sings, he sings like an angel. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, I'll accept that. (laughs) Um, No, the the lyrics to the bridge are, you'll never timid my Emmett or ever ledger my, my Medgar. I know why they pray on our Trayvons. It's been our madness since day one. So Garrett wrote the first three lines and I wrote the last line. And he really encouraged me to sing that part. Um, I mean, I'll let you say why. Um, Well, it talks about um, Megar Evers, um, Trayvon Martin, and also um, Emmett Emmett Till which are all um, African-American figures, you know, historically and then up until modern times that lost their lives um, prematurely in the name of hate, essentially, you know? And I thought it was really important for the song for Ryan to sing that part because he and I had this this conversation we had back and forth about like our quote-unquote avatars, right? Mm -hmm. So my avatar is of an African-American male, right? And his is of, actually, I mean, you're a white man, but there's more specificity than that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, are you Irish? Are you? (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, (laughs) European and Native American, as far as I know. So, so we, we have these avatars. I'm from Asia. Are you really? Really? Yeah, no. (laughs) I thought you might've done your your, your DNA, your ancestry.com. Polish, Russian. Okay. Okay. American. Right. So, so that's the that's the uniform that you chose to show up in on yes. this planet, and this is the uniform I chose and to show up in. When he says that, what he means is that we came to this universe. We we were born. We chose this before we came here. Mm-hmm. This life, I'm gonna be an African American man. This life, 
I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna be a woman who has ancestry from Russia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just so that viewers that are watching understand that that we come here, we have our soul's curriculum to live certain lives, and it's all planned out. And I, I just recently we had a conversation about this. Realize why I chose this avatar. Can I chime in? Really Go ahead. <laughs> I just want to offer to anyone who doesn't hold that belief that's totally okay. Absolutely. But if you just ever consider, like, why would I have chosen this body? Like, so what he's about to explain is like just considering that you go, even if it's not, Sorry. even if it's not true, whatever, you know then we, I think we come to realize ways in which we can find more purpose in our lives. Yes, and growing and evolvement, you know, evolving from no matter what you go through in life, what you look like, the body you're in, mm -hmm. it's all an opportunity for our growth and upliftment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I believe I chose this because um, the history of what the struggle looks like of these bodies, these black bodies, I felt like my soul knew that I would receive a lot of determination and inspiration from, from that struggle, right? But it also knew at the same time that I'd be able to use that, but I wouldn't let it limit how I move throughout the world. You know, so it's this beautiful thing where I have the power and the courage from my history, from my ancestors, um, from like those kings and queens, but I also don't let it just define me and limit how I move in the world, which is why I'm able to make the music that we are making together in a way that um, can supersede my avatar at times. And you made a choice. You made a choice. I'm gonna use this for good. Absolutely. I'm gonna inspire the world. Absolutely. And I, I believe that 100%. Um, what were we saying before that? Avatars. <laughs> I don't know. We I jumped mean, on, we you jumped got on me, that you got, me you got me caught up in the moment there, which is cool. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, well, I don't know if we... Oh, well, I know what it was. I know it's from, it from the bridge, right? So oh, I thought yeah, it was important right. that he sang that part of the song. Yeah. Because when he says, don't, you'll never timid my Emmett, right? He's taking, not true, he's taking ownership as a brother. Emmett Till, Dr. King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Maya Angelou. These are his brothers and sisters just as they are my brothers and sisters, right? It doesn't matter what yes. we look like. We're all a part One. of this human family, right? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted him to sing that part because I didn't think it would be expected. Like people wouldn't expect him based on what he looks like to be singing yeah. those, which made me feel like it was gonna be even more powerful because mm -hmm. he he is as inspired by those people as, as I am, you know? And so that that's kind of what we were dealing with with that part of the song. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and it's inspiring no matter what you look like, what your life is, to take action, mm -hmm. right? And I know you guys would like to talk about how you take action. I think it would be so wonderful to to tell our viewers, like, what can they do? What can anybody do? On a big level, on a little level, what can people do to get involved? First of all, w with the wake up experience, because the wake up experience is not just you guys are doing songs and stuff. There's a right. website. Yeah. You guys, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are going to be doing some like speeches and some retreats and things like that. Yeah. So how can people take action, get involved yeah. and change the world? That's a great question. Thank you for that. Um, well, we have a website. It's thewakeupexperience.com. 
So you can, if you want to like look into what we do in a little more detail, you can just visit the website. We also have a newsletter that you can sign up for. Um, so yeah, we're not <coughs> we're not just working with music here. Um, we have a workshop um, where we we use music and art and visuals um, as a healing modality and a tool to facilitate self discovery. So every song that we have, there's a, there's a message in each song. And it, there's a learning, a individual learning from both of us. Like, you know, this song exists because of a lesson that we learned. Now it's in the form of a song. And that helps, you know, music is amazing. Music is, is beautiful. And it helps us experience oneness, you know. It's like, I mean, music brings people together, you know. Like people who've had completely different life experiences. You hear a song, suddenly you guys are lost in a song and together. connect, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, well, we use music, uh, well, because we just love music, and it's part of, it's like in us, mm -hmm. uh, and it's how we naturally express. So we use the music and the storytelling of the experience, um, and then we'll, we have, um, like, experiential exercises that go along to deepen in the learning, because we're not, like, our whole approach is, like, even though Garrett likes to joke and he calls me his guru, which, which you are, <laughs> you are. <laughs> but um, we equally learn from each other, you know. But um, we're not, we don't have the answers, you know. Like, I'm not, we're not here to tell anyone what to believe or, or what to do. All we're doing is sharing our, our experience and the love that's within us and, and the wisdom that is within us and and hoping that that will inspire other people to tap into the love that's within them and the wisdom that's within them. And so we do that with experience. That's why it's the wake up experience. experience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we all like, no one can tell us how to heal. No one can. Yes, we can be inspired by people, but I love what you're saying because we need to go inside and heal and have our own experience to get to that place to resolve our unresolved issues because of things that happen in our own life because we all have such unique lives. So I love that you guys are you're essentially saying you're going to facilitate, you're going to help guide, but yet kind of let the bird fly. Like, And do you want to talk about kind of specifically, so say you have this, this group together and experientially, what does that mean? What's the format? Like, are you going to have trios? Are you going to have... <laughs> A few people that work on talking, being vulnerable about their lives. How is it going to work experientially? If people like really want to, you know, if people are watching and they're like, I want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. What can they expect for like a day like that, let's say, or a weekend? Is it is it a day, a weekend, a few hours? What we've done so far is we've um, starting out and targeting colleges and universities. Awesome. Get them young. And so what we've done is we will go. We've, we've done a few different things. We'll go and we'll uh, perform our music. But then we'll also go to individual classrooms to talk to students. Um, classes that maybe tie into the themes of our music or what we're feeling. It, it, it depends on what the school is. We did a, um, a men's conference at Fresno State. So we had a breakout session there where we actually talked about masculinity within, within our section. So in that there was a lot of, uh, a lot of sharing a lot of trying to understand other people's experiences and what they had been through, you know? Um, it was really like vulnerable and open. And it, it was cool to see 
men of different ages um, responding to each other, teaching lessons and whatnot in, in that space, you know? Mm. And so the cool thing about this is that because it, um, it, it really is us and what we believe in, we, we can tailor it to different uh, groups <coughs> and populations and things like that. But we, we specifically started with, uh, with young people in that age range because they are so influential at that time. And I remember when we were in school, you're like trying to find out who you are and you're trying to figure out what major you're gonna be in. And you know, it's maybe, maybe your first time away from home, you know? And so there's a lot of uncertainty in that time period. And that's why we are targeting students at that time. But we're also gonna be doing festivals and other things like that as well, so. Yeah, I mean, we, ha we have an idea of what the journey is ahead for us, but like we don't obviously really exactly know, so we're just open. It's forming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're just we're just open. You know, it's like we we have uh, this you know idea of like how we feel we can be of service, but if it just if it however it unfolds, it unfolds. You know. Well, it's um, going to unfold in a beautiful way. I mean, this I do is believe gonna, that it's going to be big. Yeah, yeah, I feel it that. Is. And you guys also did besides for your black fallen video you also have a separate video for the wake up experience where you guys are on the beach <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah our, prom, our, our quote unquote promo video yeah. oh mm -hmm. my god it's it's amazing and is that on your website also no it's not that that's actually just something that we send to schools or anyone that's considering like booking us just mm -hmm. so they can have a, a better understanding of, of what we do it's like a little short explanation of, of what we do so if they don't have like an hour to watch us on the talk show um, they can just like kind of like oh okay like if oh we see what these guys do let's learn some more information you know if anybody <coughs> wants to see that video could they reach out to you guys yeah 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 um, oh, so cool yeah I mean you can contact us um, through our website um, also um, our Instagram handle is at wake up experience and our Twitter is at what is it wait at woo, woo experience. well it's <laughs> w it's w u experience yeah um please yeah. follow please like please share please comment yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean like w this is just getting off you know off the ground um obviously we have a deep level of belief in what we're doing mm -hmm. um we've made a lot of sacrifices and it's been a long time i mean we like i said we've known each other for 20 years i moved out to la eight years ago to start working together you know so it's been eight years <laughs> a lot of love has gone into it and hard work yeah yeah and a lot it's it's funny because um like you were saying like we had to have our own wake up experiences like that is so true hmm. it's like you know when he when he came out to connecticut to visit me and we spent a week together one-on-one -on -one in the studio and like it was magic like we knew like this has to happen we i, I mean I remember Garrett saying, like, you know, move out to L.A., and within six months, we're going to be there. Changing the world in six months. <laughs> but, no, it was like after he left, I was out in L.A. six months later. But, you know, and it's been eight years now. And it's really funny how this just continues to evolve, you mm, know? Every day. Originally, the project was just going to be me producing the, tra the record for him. Like, I wasn't even attached to it. It was just him as a solo artist, and I was producing it, you know? Then he had he went through a name change because <laughs> he used to go by Logic, and then he changed it to That Boy Logic. But then there's a there's a rapper 
Name Logic. Because I saw him in a magazine when he first came out. Yeah. And I went and I looked up all his stuff and I was like, yo, this kid's dope. He's going to be huge. So I had to I had to flip it and change the name. <laughs> so you were Logic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you were. Then you're Then I went to Evan Bain, which is just my middle name. So my full name is Garrett Evan Bain. Yeah, I'm like, Thompson. who's Garrett? Okay. Because yeah. there's also a Garrett. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Garrett Evan Bain right. Thompson. Because I knew no matter what, no one could take that no name. No one's going to be Evan that's Bain. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Wait, where, where was it? Oh, but it, long story short, it's it's just evolved, and um, it just it's been a really interesting journey. It, it's it's for me, it's just evidence um, that I'm not in control. Like I might want to be in control, but I'm not. Control's an <laughs> illusion, which we've confirmed. I'm just I'm just not. You know, like I can I can have an intention and and try and make something happen and take as much much action as possible and. But I always end up ultimately having to trust mm-hmm. that, like, however things unfold is for the best, which is not always easy. Not always. But it's the but best way to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it, just just for example, this song couldn't have come out at a better time. Right. It's right. perfect. It, yeah. Like, I mean, the if we, it, yeah. yeah, even though this has been an ongoing issue within our country, the history of this country, just just something that seems like right now so current yeah, yeah so needed yeah so needed and you know let me tell you we wanted to drop this song a year ago <laughs> drop it remember yeah. Our conversation uh, yeah. <laughs> I, we were talking <laughs> I was so like funny, did you man. I was like when did you drop the song and Ryan, well Ryan <laughs> thought it was cute maybe that I knew about like dropping songs and then I, I had heard that you only drop songs on Tuesdays no, no, because you said, is that is that what they say? That's what, that's why I laughed. You were like, no, I knew what dropping songs was. <laughs> I, I had heard that they only drop songs on Tuesday. I think uh, my, Liza's <laughs> sister-in-law, if you're out there, she was oh, on the top. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, you don't only drop songs on Tuesdays. Okay, no, not no. Anymore, no. Do not? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, but, in, but anyway, I mean, like, our, our, our patience has definitely been tested. You know, like, e- even now, it's like, you, like we are so eager to be like really you know what i mean like it's not easy creating this while having to make a living right and like have a personal life and like all these things it's like it's a lot it's a lot of challenge you but know? do you know what when we put our heart and our soul into something it's going to happen it's going to change lives because it can't not yeah right we didn't come to this world i, I have my own projects you know we did not come to this world to not inspire people and to not change lives. Right. So when you put the work in and you put the endless hours and that heart into something, it has to turn in. Like it just has to, it has to turn into something. Yeah. And it will. And it's going to. And it is. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been inspiring too because the just the whole name the wake up experience like what Ryan said we're not trying to tell anybody what to do or teach people per se. Um, we just share our experiences and what we've been through. And like, we joke about like, call, I call him my guru and he's like, dude, don't call me that. <laughs> I'm like, but you are bro. I mean, he, he introduced me to transcendental meditation. He introduced me to veganism. He introduced me to spiritual psychology. Now I haven't taken the course yet, but I went to the information session and it's something I will do in the future, yeah. you know? And so it's like, there, there's this constant evolution that's been happening between us as, um, just as soul brothers and also as artists and as friends that is unfolded. And the most amazing thing about it is that 
we've been able to put all of that into our music and into what we're doing. And so now that we have such a specific focus and purpose, even though this is still a grind and it's hard, like four years ago, we didn't really know the direction of where this was going. Mm -hmm. Where at least now that we know the direction, every day we get up and we're working on this, we know where we're going. We know what our what our path and our mission is. So it just makes it that much fulfilling. And it, it inspires you at the times when stuff is like really hard or you're frustrated or you're creatively blocked or when he can't stand me for a day because we've been in the studio for six hours together and I can't stand him. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all that type of stuff together um, that is sort of making this unfold. Um, and the wake up, a wake up experience can happen whenever. You could have 20 of them a day, you could have one every week, you know? Because it's just you tapping into the light of who you actually are, like realizing that in a conscious way, like, oh my gosh, I, like I'm here, I'm connected, I'm a part of something bigger, you know? And we all have those all the time. So it's just, it's really amazing to be able to share that with, um, a creative partner and then share that with the world as well through what we're doing so and i feel like the right people that are aligned with this are going to find you, you know the right people always find the places that they need to be so they're going to be drawn to this and if there are people out there and they're feeling like how like they want to make this grand difference in the world. They, make, they want to make a grand difference in themselves. And sometimes when people are feeling like it has to be so big, they end up not taking action at all. Mm. So what can you say to our viewers about just, you know, like when you get that inspiration, I mean, this is what I want to say. When you get that inspiration and you want to make a difference in yourself, you want to make a difference in the world, it doesn't <laughs> need to be huge. Just start with, I'm going to start like you said, like living from my authentic self. I'm going to start evolving more. The more light that I'm able to bring into this world, the more that light there's going to be in this world. So just starting small, because you can't go from here to there in one second. And it happens every day where people just give up or just stay on their couch because they don't think they can be so huge, you know? But that should never be the intention, right? The intention should be love doing something that is from your heart from your soul and when you do that mm -hmm. you can never go wrong yeah i mean i could never stop myself from <clears throat> from being a creator because that's that's just what i am so how do we encourage people also that are so creative that want to make a difference it doesn't have to be big right it, it can be i mean there's yeah i mean we <clears throat> we feel that there's value well i mean I feel, I'm sure Gary feels the same way, but um, that there's there's value in any type of connection and, you know. Little like, big. Yeah, it's just all valuable. And, um, you know, I definitely, um, I, there's a sense of reward just from creating something. Mm -hmm. You oh, know, yeah. of course there's like yeah. the artist in us or that there's like a part of us that wants to share you know but like there's nothing that's stopping us from sharing it you know it's just like i think we have to release our our expectations and attachment to like w those expectations exactly yeah you know um because they can get in the way but um i don't know i mean i've <clears throat> i've spent more of my own personal money <laughs> than i've made money doing this you know it's your heart yeah it's just because like 
it's fulfilling just to do it. That alone is already fulfilling. Yeah, joy. You know? mm-hmm. The other thing too is like the idea of um, of activism. You know, because pe- I think sometimes people think to be an activist, you have to be like outside on a picket line, maybe. You know, right? And that's or, against which us. that what's but but that may be a type of that could be a type of love or that could be a type of activism or maybe you're leading an organization or like a nonprofit. like these are all forms of activism well as as artists we feel black balling is part of our contribution to activism right so as artists that's what we do so for me personally as an MC, like i try to change people's perspectives or offer my um my view on something my storytelling just one word at a time you know because because that's how you put together a rhyme and so I, I watch every award show because it's amazing to me to see like the accolades that come when somebody has or somebody or some group has sat somewhere by themselves and put together something one piece at a time. And then you get to see how all these people can like celebrate it at a time. It's like it's it's overwhelming. You see it come together, yeah. you know, but it, but it's literally just one step at a time and one yep. small move at a time, you know. Um, so I, I like write a rhyme and I'll go over it like a thousand times because I know when it comes out and when people see it, hopefully if, if I do it right, it can last for ever. You know what I mean? So. So look out for these guys at the Grammys. They'll <laughs> 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 be on the red carpet really, really soon, but from from such a genuine place. Yeah, these guys are just good energy, good vibrations, good, good stuff going on. We appreciate that, Jamie. Um, so with the last few moments we have, just kind of a recap of how people can reach out to you, how they can sign up, how they can watch your videos, everything. Yeah. Um, well, if, uh, to watch the video, well, I mean, you can even uh, catch it through um, uh, our website. If you visit thewakeupexperience.com, it's on the website. Or you can just go to YouTube and type in The Wake Up Experience, Blackballin, B-L-A-K-C-B-A-L-L-I-N. Uh, it'll pop up. Um, also, again, like our Instagram is at, at Wake Up Experience. Our Twitter is at WU Experience. And we're also on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash Wake Up Experience. Yeah. Get at us. Come, vi- <laughs> come vibe with us. Come vibrate. You know what I mean, Ross? I do. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have any questions, you can contact me at www.therelationshipexpert.com. So thank you guys so much. Um, this was such a beautiful show. I, I, you're not here, but this is, I can feel just such high vibration, such love and peace. Peace. These guys are like so peaceful and you're going to make such an impact in this world. You already have, and you're going to continue. <laughs> thank, thank you so you much, Jamie. That's awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on L.A. Talk Radio.